Palmer Bear on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmer Bear. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Macca's 30 Days, 30 Deals. Find out today's delicious deal only on the My Macca's app. Welcome to the Macca's Run with Sam Hargraves. Uh, yes, indeed. Very good evening to you. Welcome to the Macca's Run. However you're finding us, wherever you're finding us, it's wonderful to have your company. I hope you had as good a day as you possibly can, however you've been putting it in, wherever you've been putting it in, uh, right around the country on the SEN network. It is great to have your company. You can text in at any stage and you can call in at any stage uh, to have your say on the news of the day. And um, as we're getting uh, some pretty substantial rain again in and around Victoria, for those who are in areas where it's um, it's causing a little bit more than just a bit of concern, um, who are copying it in no uncertain terms at the moment, uh, thinking of you and, and hope that you're as safe as you can be and, and, and hope that you're as okay as you can be. Um Maccas Run, all about your say on the news of the day. Uh, we do it all for Maccas. Pop into the Maccas for 30 days, 30 deals. You can call one 736 736 on the Harcourts open line. Your move, your Harcourts. For all things real estate, speak to Harcourts. For all things sport, uh, give me a call. Speak to me. one 736 736 You can text in on the 40 Winks Temper text, 0433981116. Consumer choice winner. Temper mattresses, pillows and adjustable bases conforms to the exact shape of your body. Uh, half an hour to spend with you uh, before BP takes over for the first serve at 8 o'clock this evening and then I'm back from 9 till 11 for the Sporting Capital. We'll do our heroes and villains. But uh, this is all about recapping you on the major stories of the day. And um, this morning, the major story of the day was clearly and obviously reflecting on the T20 World Cup, but uh, that was quickly blown out of the water by... Uh, a story that uh, the Herald Sun have been uh, all across throughout the day and uh, it forced the AFL to release uh, a statement in regards to a betting scandal that's occurred that involves, um, from what we know, uh, one AFL umpire. The statement from the AFL reads, um, and it's a quote from the uh, AFL's EGM of football and general counsel Andrew Dillon, in the days following the 2022 Brownlow medal count, the AFL was made aware of potential suspicious activity by one of our betting agency partners and the AFL Integrity Unit immediately gathered further information. Given the nature of the alleged activity, we engaged Sports Integrity Australia and the Victoria Police to assist with the matter. I want to stress that neither Victoria Police nor the AFL have informed have information to suggest that the outcome of the Brownlow medal was impacted as the allegations relate solely to the leaking or improper communications of the 3 one voting outcomes of some specific matches during the season. Post-game, the Brownlow votes are sealed and stored in a secure off-site location and not opened until they are delivered on stage on Brownlow night. The sealed vote cards are audited throughout the season by KPMG. The Brownlow medal round-by-round betting markets only open post the home-and-away season. Uh, the Victoria Police has informed the AFL that one of the four persons arrested this morning is an AFL umpire. The AFL consi- uh, will continue to assist Victoria Police with the ongoing investigation. The Herald Sun have named uh, that umpire in their publication and the man who's been uh, across the whole story and reporting on it throughout the day, Anthony Dowsley, was on with um, SEN's, the, uh, SEN's Drive with 
Andy and Gazy a little earlier on and just explained the story. Well, at some point this morning, uh, Victoria Police have turned up at a number of addresses uh, across Melbourne and they have uh, taken in four people for questioning over a, a illegal gambling scam, uh, which uh, has really uh, involved, uh, well, we think it involves uh, an AFL umpire who's been taken for questioning at the very least. So that's Anthony Dowsley who's been heading up the story. Um, he also spoke about what charges uh, there are. Uh, well, there's a, there's the the easy way to explain it is illegal betting on the Brownlow Medal. Right. <laughs> um, the the hard way to explain it um, is that it's called the offence of engaging in conduct that corrupts or would corrupt the betting outcome. Yep. Yep. Nice. Uh, and then the other thing is, well, what they're trying to determine is whether or not there has been a leak and how they are able to determine if uh, this was a leak. We haven't established yet whether this is a, a leak, an unfortunate leak, or whether something more deliberate. Um, but we know that there's a, there's a group that have uh, most likely plunged on a particular bet, uh, which would have stood out uh, to agencies that were, were taking the bets. And what, these, what people don't really realise is that sporting agencies uh, enter an agreement with sporting bodies. Mm. And if they see something unusual, they will report it. So this might have come through pretty quickly um, and therefore set off the alarm bells and all of a sudden the associations would be quickly determined between who these people are and who they might know. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden you've got a, a, an emerging scandal like this. Uh, this is Anthony Dowsley who was speaking to SEN Drive with Andy and Gaze a little earlier. He sort of gave some insight into what the bets were that were made. The, 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 the bet that um, was was likely to be the spot bet that was um, that was plunged on wasn't uh, uh, wasn't that long odds we don't think so mm. it's, a, it's so, a Brownlow medal bet uh, and then also what happens now yeah so all these these betting agencies and and the, and, and the people who investigate it can do analytics on, on on betting plunges the patterns of betting who bets who doesn't what's unusual what isn't so as you might have known. Back in 2013, this, this, uh, this sports integrity unit within Victoria Police, uh, they did a they did an investigation into the Southern Stars, which were a, a soccer group uh, in the Victorian Premier League, and um, mm. they, they uncovered an organised syndicate of you know goalkeepers and players and offic- officials involved in trying to do certain things in certain matches, which you know certain poor play became very very noticeable. Um, and there was an international betting ring just putting putting money on these things. I think it reached about $2 million. Now, this is nowhere near the scale of that. Um, but what we have is, you know, um, a couple of 32-year-olds, uh, 27-year-olds and 29-year-olds taken in mm. uh, today, and they will have got the shock of their lives. They will now be um, there. Well, police say they've all been released, um, and three of them are expected to face uh, face charges. Anthony Dowsley from the Herald Sun, uh, who have been uh, at the forefront of this story all throughout the course of the day. I remember speaking to um, Razor Ray Chamberlain at the Brownlow Medal and we asked him about um, the pride in which, or he spoke to the pride in which the umpires, um, the, the pride in which they take in their duty in awarding those votes and how seriously they take that honour. Um, and how important they believe it is um, to, to what they do and what they provide for the game. So I can imagine the umpiring fraternity tonight feeling 
incredibly betrayed um, by what's taken place here. Uh, obviously, at the moment, these are um, allegations. Where And as uh, Anthony says, though, there are charges pending. Um, but if this has turned out to be true, that there is an umpire who um, has provided information and leaked information, then that's a pretty damning situation um, for, for the game and in a really unfortunate circumstance that's occurred within the game. Um, it's the, every precaution necessary is taken with with the Brownlow votes we know in this modern day and, and, and we know that the umpire from, umpiring fraternity, um, they believe it is a privilege and they hold it in the highest possible esteem and they take it incredibly seriously as to what happens with those votes and how those votes um, are cast and the way in which that's done. Uh, and if you wanted to read about Lauren Wood, a fantastic journal with the Herald Sun, has written um, a, a story about exactly what the process is, how the voting works, who would know, um, and and her story is right, that only those who have voted on the game would know who has been awarded votes, um, How what happens with the, 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 the sealing of those votes, uh, so it's a, it's a great piece for you to, to know and, and to be able to follow along with exactly what the process is with the Brownlow Medal, Brownlow Medal votes um, and how um, that process is undertaken. So that's quite a serious story and I'm sure that one that we'll um, be following along very, very closely. Um, there's a, a, a sadness too uh, around the AFL fraternity today, another um, statement that has been released um, by the AFL today um, is Nicole Livingston, the CEO of the AFLW, extending um, the AFL and the AFLW's deeper sympathies to the family and friends of um, Adelaide Crow Premiership player Heather Anderson. And, and she was a bit of a, a, a cult figure in the first year of the AFLW. She did her shoulder in that inaugural grand final, but she wore the pink uh, helmet throughout the season and, and Crows fans uh, really did love her. Um, was the first Northern Territory-based player um, to be drafted by the Crows. Uh, defender. She played eight games in the inaugural season, including playing in that winning 2017 uh, grand final. So the AFL have released a statement uh, on behalf of the AFL expressing their deepest compassions to Heather's family, friends uh, and colleagues and uh, her former teammates at the moment. There's a, uh, a lot of tributes being put up on Instagram um, and we would echo those sentiments and pass on our deepest uh, condolences and sympathies to to the Thompson family, a, a member of the um, the AFL and the footy world, um, gone far too soon. Um, so that's a, a sad news story that uh, has come to light this afternoon uh, as well. one three hundred seven three six seven three six. 736 736 to have your say on the news of the day on the Harcourt's open line. The Maccas run uh, is all for Maccas. Uh, pop into Maccas for 30 days of 30 deals. You can text in 40 Winks Temper Text. Get your unique bed match profile and find the right bed for you. 40 Winks, serious about sleep. Uh, and this is an interesting one as well, that um, the Herald Sun are reporting, John Ralph, that um, Dustin Martin has um, escaped sanction from the AFL um, two months after the footage leaked of him um, in that incident with a, a topless woman uh, and uh, the touching of her breast in a Mad Monday celebration that was believed to have been back in 2015. Um, according to Ralphie's um, article, um, that the uh, the gathering at the Richmond Hotel wasn't a club-sanctioned uh, event and apparently the woman didn't make a complaint about Martin's conduct immediately or subsequently. 
Uh, and in the absence of the complaint, the AFL spoke to Martin uh, post-season to fully understand the context of the video. An AFL spokesperson confirmed to the Herald Sun on Monday night that no further action would be taken. Uh, Richmond, according to Ralphie's article, followed up with Martin and will continue to work with him to ensure the incident doesn't occur again. Um, the AFL's respect and responsibility policy, um, Ralphie's clarified that, is a victim-led policy, which means the absence of a complaint makes it more challenging but not impossible and I'm reading straight from the article here to leverage penalties. So you'd remember that Jordan Degoe, after what happened in Bali, was handed a suspended $25,000 fine by Collingwood for disrespectful behaviour in that Bali nightclub earlier this year, but he didn't get a suspension, uh, and the AFL didn't add any penalties to that either. Back when this came out about Dusty, um, Gil McLaughlin said that it was a poor look. Uh, and said that what I'd say at the outset is that respect for women is paramount generally. As a statement, it's clear across the AFL and unambiguous. Um, so if you wanted to have your say on that penalty or lack of penalty for, for that leaked video from 2015 and whether or not that's acceptable or unacceptable, one three hundred seven three six seven three six. 736 Clearly, the two clubs have gone about these incidents, which are different instances, but they do... Um, have similar themes in terms of consent. Um, 1300 736 736 on the Harcourts open line. Your move, your Harcourts. Uh, the other big story of the day is uh, the response to England securing the 2022 ICC Men's T20 World Cup. Damien Fleming was on with Jared Waitley uh, a little earlier. We'll hear a bit of that. But just going to the break, Dean Margetts was a long-time AFL umpire. And when it comes to the story today, uh, an umpire who um, has been named in the Herald Sun and has um, been arrested and, and um, who has been arrested and interviewed by police in relation to um, bets made uh, on the Brownlow medal, um, over the alleged Brownlow medal vote leak. This was Dean Margetts, um, WA-based former umpire today on SENWA. Um, yeah, I was, it was unsettling is probably the biggest word that came to mind. It's something that in my 20 years as an AFL umpire we've never experienced and it's a little bit like Fight Club. Um, what's the one rule of Fight Club, guys? It's, we never talk about Fight Club and that's Brownlow medal for us. It's, we do our job and we treat it very seriously, um, but it's one thing we never discuss. So for this to come out... Yeah, it's a bit of a shock and it's probably unsettled 34 field umpires today as well. Dean Margetts a little earlier on SENWA. Um, as I said, the umpire fraternity will be feeling this very, very deeply and very, very keenly. If you've got a view, one three hundred seven three six seven three six on the Harcourt's open line. Uh, this is the Maccas run. We do it all for Maccas. Get into Maccas now for 30 days, uh, 30 deals in 30 days. Macca's 30 Days 30 Deals is back. Claim daily deals only on the My Macca's app. Welcome to the Macca's Run with Sam Hargraves. Perhaps the final moment of a thrilling month of crickets. Ben Stokes, ever present, faces up. He swings across the line and hits oh. the winning run. Ben Stokes waves his bat in jubilation to 80,000 at the MCG. And England stands as the dominant force in white ball crickets. They win the T20 World Cup. Go and get the ball, Jared. It's still alive. And add it to the 50-over title. A triumph 30 years in the making on this ground for England. Yeah, the short turnaround lent itself to a similar squad, which we saw Tim David coming for Mitchell Swepson. 
Well, I don't know what that second grab uh, that I just played was, but it certainly wasn't the one that I tried to play. But that was Jared Whateley, uh, as always, capturing the moment uh, magnificently. And that moment was England claiming the 2022 Men's T20 World Cup. A five-wicket win at the MCG last night. Pakistan, eight for 137 in their 20 overs. It never felt like it was going to be enough. But they were actually doing a pretty decent job of restricting England. They got three wickets in the power play, which Darren Chuck Berry, who I'll speak to after 9 o'clock, said was going to be crucial if they were going to defend that total. And it just was in the fading overs where Shahid Shahnafridi... Um, was uh, Shaheen Shah Afridi, uh, rather, was um, unable to bowl uh, his final overs. And uh, when he went off, you felt like uh, with him went Pakistan's chances. But uh, Ben Stokes, 52 from 49, five boundaries, one six. Uh, and the bowling work of Sam Curran, who was actually player of the match, but all the kudos and all the credit uh, is going to Ben Stokes. But Sam Curran was the player of the tournament, three for 12 in four overs, an economy rate of three, which is beyond elite. It's in another world when it comes to T20 economy rates. Um, he had a phenomenal tournament, player of the tournament. Um, there was conjecture over it whether or not he was in the, the team of the World Cup. I've looked at the ICC website today and whether or not there was a typo or something, he's in the ICC um, team of the tournament. So on their website, they've got him as part of the team of the tournament. But uh, a phenomenal performance from England. They um, are now the owners of the One Day International World Cup, the T20 World Cup. And Matthew Mott, by the way, is the coach of the reigning uh, T20 Women's World Cup um, champions and now the reigning men's T20 World Cup champions as uh, England's white ball coach. And Joss Butler spoke about uh, Victorian Matthew Mott after the game. Yeah, he's fitted in really well. Um, you know, we've got quite a few Australians with us uh, in this tournament, but um, you know, he's led the coaching staff fantastically well. He gives the players uh, great freedom um, and allows us to go out and, and trust ourselves. So if we can take one bit of solace as Aussies about the fact that England have come here, they've won the World Cup, um, we didn't even make the semi-finals. If we can take one bit of solace from it, it would be that it took three Aussies in the coaching staff for, for them to be able to get the job done. Um, Mike Hussey uh, was part of the coaching setup, so was David Saker, and then Matthew Mott uh, as the head coach as well. And um, Matty Hayden uh, had a massive role in where Pakistan were able to get to after losing their first two games uh, over the Super 12s. Um, if you haven't seen uh, his uh, and listened to his post-game speech, then I, I would suggest that you do that. Uh, we might do it after nine o'clock. Um, he's a bit of a guru, is Haydos. Um, really taps into the emotion uh, of it. I love that about him. Um, Damien Fleming reflected on um, a few things with Jared Waitley uh, earlier on today. Um, one of the things that they spoke about was in regards to Ben Stokes um, and what this does, what this does for him, and where this places him. Um, I suppose, in the in the pantheon of, um, in fact, that's about two minutes long, so we won't play that. Um, this was Damien Fleming reflecting on the uh, on the World Cup. You know, in the box, we chatted about, you know, was it the best T20 World Cup ever? We felt like that, but that was just a small sample size. But going to an, an after-match function, um, everyone was talking about it, um, that, that this was the best... T20 um, tournament that, that's been held, it's set a standard. Um, the crowds, um, the genuine passion, particularly from the subcontinent fans, the pitches, you know, allowed good cricket throughout the whole 40 overs. 
the emerging nations, you know, winning games. You know, Ireland beat the eventual winner in England. Um, and Adam Collins mentioned it last night, didn't it? Rain, yeah. um, not yeah. always in a positive way, but it actually added to the uncertainty of it all. Um, but all in all, wonderful final, and um, it, it was fantastic to call. Uh, so, Flem and Jared there earlier on today, SEN.com.au to hear the full chat. Um, David Gower, one of the all-time greats for England, was on Sports Day uh, with Jared and Jono a little earlier and just had a little comparison about uh, Ben Stokes and Ian Botham. I think, I mean, overall, Botham at his peak um, still just beat Stokes at his peak. I think in the end, um, I'm going to go Stokes because of this, because Beef's captaincy was um, basically made up as he went along. Um, he was a brilliant, instinctive uh, reader of a cricket game, but not a brilliant, instinctive reader of other people. Whereas Ben, I think, has shown more empathy to those around him uh, who realise that they can't all play like him and vice versa. So I think, you know, the balance has just tilted. And, you know, and Stokes, as long as he can stay fit for another few years now, uh, will do some extraordinary things. Uh David Gower on with Sports Day a little earlier. Uh, thanks for your text, thanks for your calls and uh, a lot of love coming through for Chuck Berry who predicted uh, that England were going to be the team to beat coming in. Mario and Maslin Beach pointing that out. Uh, the first serve's up next with BP and I'll be back after nine o'clock. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.